वेलकम और वेलकम बैक टू जीरो डाउन द इकोनॉमिक्स पॉडकास्ट ऑफ मिरांडा हाउस टुडे योर होस्ट्स खुशी एंड ग्रेस वी टॉक अबाउट हेलीकॉप्टर मनी ग्रेस इफ अ हेलीकॉप्टर फ्लू ओवरहेड एंड स्टार्टेड ड्रॉपिंग करेंसी नोट्स नो इंटरेस्ट चार्ज्ड ऑन द अमाउंट रिसीव्ड एंड यू नो नो क्वेश्चंस आस्क वुड यू पिक देम अप एंड स्पेंड देम um yes i think i would but don't you think that sounds a bit too good to be true well it does but it is an idea that has been taken pretty seriously in recent times by economic strategists as a way to keep economies moving after the impact of the corona virus was felt across the world while helicopter money does not include actual helicopters hovering the sky and dropping currency like i mentioned The policy measure is very similar in effect. Well, that sounds interesting. So let's dive right in and understand more about how helicopter money works. Well, the name helicopter money was first coined by Milton Friedman in 1969 when he wrote a parable of dropping money from a helicopter to illustrate the effects of monetary expansion. He used the term to signify unexpectedly dumping money onto a struggling economy with the intention of shaking it out of a deep slump. When helicopter money is implemented, the central bank prints money and gives it away indiscriminately. You know, just to put it out there in the hands of the people. Naturally, you must wonder who does it give this money to? Well, it could give it to the citizens in their bank accounts, or it could give it to the government without any security or interest payments, which means that there exists no obligation to pay back the sum. unlike a loan which would have been given by the central bank to the government um now you might wonder how is this expected to shake economies out of recessions ideally this exercise is expected to enhance the purchasing power of the people and help bring in the revival of the economic cycle including demand investment production employment and gdp wait so i've heard of quantitative easing I think we must talk to our listeners about whether helicopter money is the same as quantitative easing. Um yeah so while many confuse helicopter money with quantitative easing they could be thought of as not so distant cousins to be honest. So like drawing an analogy here if quantitative easing is the unconventional then helicopter money is the unconventional on rocket fuel. Let's talk about how these two policies differ. So while quantitative easing involves the central bank printing new currency and using it to buy government bonds or other financial securities in a bid to increase money supply, helicopter money simply hands the money over to the public or the government without the obligation of paying it back. So consequently, the impact of the central bank's balance sheet is different in the two cases as helicopter money does not involve an increase in the assets of the central bank. And another key distinction is that in helicopter money the central bank simply gives out money indiscriminately. It is not pick and choose who to give it to and many believe that it is the important point about a helicopter drop as opposed to other forms of stimulus where we do choose who to give it to. For instance, quantitative easing by virtue of being the act of buying assets, it involves the exchange of money with people who owns these assets. even other forms of fiscal stimulus like targeted tax cuts or targeted benefit increases tend to pick and choose who to give it to and who not to give it to 
So the point about a helicopter job is that it is indiscriminate. So moreover, the effects of helicopter money tend to be more permanent in nature as quantitative easing can be reversed through the sale of securities by the central bank while helicopter money cannot. But then, Kushi, this makes me wonder, can economists simply go on printing money and dropping fresh cash into circulation as and when they're going through a crisis? No. I think this is where we must exercise caution. If you look at the title of this episode, we say when zero isn't low enough. What that means is that helicopter money is advocated only as a one-time measure in environments where interest rates are near zero and the economy is caught up in a liquidity trap that it can't seem to drive itself out of. It is a tool that is advocated for use only in really sharp downturns. And by sharp downturns, we mean the Great Depression in the 1930s, the 2008 crisis, or maybe the Corona crisis, in fact, where we can be certain that traditional central bank operations won't cut it. So it's a very targeted tool for a specific time and place. In the 2008 crisis, for example, the conventional quantitative easing did a good job of propping up asset prices, but what it couldn't do was support the spending power of ordinary people on the main street. In fact, some policymakers believe that helicopter money could have been the magic weapon that could have helped spur the aggregate demand across the economy. Right. That being said, helicopter money has also been in the news recently, with the Chief Minister of Telangana advocating its use amidst the COVID-19 crisis. So before we talk about whether or not helicopter money is a good idea to implement amidst the COVID pandemic, we must look into how economies have been hit because of COVID-19. In the last year and a half, the world has seen one of the worst economic crises in almost a century. All nation economies have seen business closures and massive job layoffs, resulting in a big hit on consumer spending all over the world. Just as fears of more disease variants and the subsequent waves of the coronavirus escalate, slashing interest rates, cutting taxes, and lending money to keep businesses afloat have been the most commonly adopted remedy resorted to by central banks all across the globe. Even though the central bank has taken such measures, we must ask, just because it is cheaper to borrow money, does it mean people will want to take out loans, especially when they are unsure about what the future holds? If your answer to this question is no, then you know why many policymakers believe that if ever, the time for helicopter money is now. They think that if we continue with the quantitative easing programs and massive purchases of newly issued debt by the central banks that have been implemented so far, it would lead to an inevitable increase in the government's debt ratios, along with the risk of widening fiscal deficits. And eventually, it could also put some countries' public finances on an unsustainable path. Moreover, such a strategy would only transfer the problem to the governments, right? Who would now need to raise taxes or borrow in the capital markets, which would again turn out to be counterproductive and increase their debt burdens as a result. Which is why, although helicopter money has remained a taboo among most economists and policymakers, many believe that countries must adopt helicopter money now as an emergency fiscal program. Yeah, and while helicopter money does sound radical, there are less extreme forms of the policy and ways in which the central bank could add helicopter drop to its policy toolkit. Um, indeed, this could work well 
in conjunction with the shift towards price and growth targets, did allow for periods of higher inflation. For example, we can consider the government or central bank could implement a version of helicopter money by spending money on tax cuts and thereafter the central bank could deposit the money in the treasury account. Alternatively, the government could issue new bonds that the central bank would purchase and hold, but the central bank would return the interest back to the government to distribute to the public. Um, but Kushi, you know, helicopter money as economists is defined, has it ever been put into practice? You know, Grace, you'd be surprised to know, but despite what many believe, helicopter money is still a theory which has never seen a full-blown implementation. Wait, didn't the United States recently give out helicopter money when it rolled out the $1,200 checks to millions of eligible citizens against the backdrop of a worsening unemployment crisis? No, actually, the stimulus checks issued by the U.S. government were financed by the government's tax resources and not through the printing of new currency. For that matter, even in 2015-16, to 16, when the Bank of Japan issued 50-year-old bonds, it only flirted with the idea of helicopter money, but ultimately it abandoned it due to fears of hyperinflation. Okay, so, you know, Kushi, this brings us to the question of why this policy has never been implemented so far. Well, one of the reasons, like I mentioned, is the fear of hyperinflation. You might think that, you know, with most economies, especially those of developed nations facing deflationary tendencies, we need not worry about inflation right now. And moreover, not all the helicopter money would be spent. But still, we must ask what happens when the world comes out of the corona hibernation? Many believe that people will leave their homes and spend their helicopter money. And unless the supply side of the economy springs back into action like a jack in a box, there will be less stuff to buy. And this combination of an increase in demand and a reduction in supply could actually boost prices exponentially. Right. Also, one thing that we can, one more point that we can add to this is that Friedman, you know, who never suggested a cash drop as a serious policy proposal, he imagined that it would be a unique event which would never be repeated. This brings us to the second risk of helicopter money, which is that once governments discover how easy it is to fund their spending plans, it will be hard to put this genie back into its bottle. In fact, today's populist politicians might react with glee to the idea that they don't need to make hard choices over what to spend money on and where to get it. Another risk with helicopter money is that printing more money devalues the buying power of what savers have in their accounts in the same way that a company selling new shares dilutes the holdings of its existing shareholders. Moreover, the policy might even turn out to be ineffective, given that nothing in economics is currently working out the way the textbooks promised, you know. People might just save the windfall instead of spending it. Yeah, so in conclusion, uh, we can say that, you know, while policymakers believe that COVID-19 crisis warrants the adoption of a policy as radical as helicopter money, in the absence of which the temporary recession we're seeing today is likely to turn into a hard-to-combat permanent economic damage, many remain apprehensive and inclined to believe that the ultimate impact of you know such a policy could be catastrophic in nature. And so, whether or not a country decides to take the plunge remains to be seen. So, that's it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Zero Down and continue to tune in to our podcast every Wednesday. 
Have a good day or night.